Hello, you're welcome to Motherhood and Beyond. This is Monami and Obapa Kriya. Oh, <laughs> guys, today is very exciting day. It's not just me and Okia, as usual. We have yeah. a very beautiful lady, mother here today. We're going to have a very beautiful conversation. Her name is Marie. So I would like to first um, ask her to introduce herself to you guys so you can get to know her a little bit before we get into today's conversation. So hiya, Marie. A little introduction for our audience. <laughs> Hello. Thank you for having me today on your show. Um, yeah, my name is Marie. I... Uh... I go on uh, social media as Labella Kekeli. I'm a mother and I kind of want to inspire to uh, other mothers who are just like me. Um, I've got one one son and he's four. And on my social media, we just do things like ch- uh, mother activities and just go out quite a lot. And we share our experiences just to create a little bit of a memory for, for each other as well. So um, I tend to share a lot of our um, normal day-to-day activities and um yeah so he's now four and he's about to enter into a, a big school you know reception mm-hmm. and and it's been a it's been a bit of a scary <laughs> and exciting moment as well for both of us actually and yeah. um, so it would be nice to get into that okay it's like do you know what when you're talking about it, I'm like I'm excited for that part you know when you can do more with them like go around and do the traveling and all of that but yeah so big school yes. how exactly are you feeling about that um <laughs> I'm a bit anxious really about it all because I'm just worried that he might pick up bad behavior and, you know, he might just kind mm. of come back home and just be like a whole different child, <laughs> <laughs> which I have seen happen, you know, to my niece. Yeah. And I know yeah. it's a stage that they go through, but I feel like it's just, he's just getting big and that's it. I can't do nothing about it. He's a big boy. He's going to school. And it's just, you just have to deal with it. But, you know, sometimes you're just not ready to deal with certain things. Of course. (laughs) And how do you think he's feeling about it? How is he excited? Oh, my days. He's like super (laughs) excited because, you know, he's so excited because to him, he doesn't realize what comes with going to big school you know more mm-hmm. responsibilities homework you have to go to bed early yeah i don't think he understands yeah. that yet no not yet <laughs> so he's just like excited in the moment just playing around <laughs> thinking yeah i'm going to big school i'm going to big school mm-hmm. telling all uh-huh. everybody that he's going to big school not realizing that he would have to go to bed early Mm. Oh bless it! No more Disney, <laughs> Disney after six. <laughs> you know, exactly. <laughs> no more Disney's. No more just you know yeah. telling me that you want to have a lion and all of this extra stuff. No. Yeah. Oh bless him, bless him. We're mm. not there yet, but we we're really looking to listening to what you have to say and also learning yeah. stuff from you because of we are a long way. I thought I was a long way ahead, you know, thinking, oh, uh-huh. four, it's a long time, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. And the time just crept up on me and it was. Fast. And then uh-huh. now it's like, you know, the whole application process, nobody uh-huh. even talks about it. So even he was in nursery for the whole, a good three years, but you yeah. don't really get prepared uh-huh for mm-hmm. apl- applying for schools and that is that in itself is a process 
mm-hmm. and and if you're doing it for the first time it is daunting you know yeah I think you should talk us through it because it will help us and our listeners uh-huh. as well. So, yes. Uh, yeah, so talk us through the <laughs> it. Was quite, it was quite daunting because, you know, a couple of years before he actually goes to school, when he was about two, I was mm-hmm. starting to think about what school he's going to go to, um, what am I going to apply for? And we live in Manchester, so there are some good schools where we live. So um, I was kind of a bit worried about what kind of school to put him in, public school, um, religious school, um, just kind of like private school, all the things that you kind of think about and um, the the, the, the kind of friends you want them to hang out with and the kind Mm. of area that you want to go to. Because this is a long term choice. You know, you stay there for, I don't know, is it six, seven years? Six, yes. Yeah, six years for the reception. Yeah, well, reception. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Seven years. So it is a big decision, and you're never really yeah. kind of prepared. So um, I thought about it all. I did a lot of research. You know, going on on the on online gov.uk was really handy. I just put your postcode in, and then you get a realm of schools in your local area, like in the radius of your postcode. You can get all the schools, yeah. and then you go through all the stages of you know what they above average or their average or their below average what kind of grades the school kids get at the end of the year what is the english and maths scores out of a certain mm-hmm. percentage all these data that you need to look into you, and yeah. it's quite yeah. heavy you know especially when mm-hmm. you don't even understand half of the things mm-hmm. you just <laughs> you just go I was literally just going with where the line was green like if everything was on the green side I want the green one <laughs> it's green and you know you know I want to be on that side I don't know why yeah. but for now it makes sense mm-hmm. so I think it wasn't until really like closer to him like last year um when you actually had to make an application before a deadline that's when it was a bit Mm -hmm. more scary you know like all the days I'm putting down these schools and it's staying as that not even thinking that there's more of a process to it Mm -hmm. so I didn't realize that I only thought you know you had to put schools down for like secondary school I didn't realize you had to do it for primary school as well oh yeah exactly and I didn't either and you know there wasn't (laughs) many people there wasn't many people talking about it there wasn't much online and some of the parents in his nursery had probably had a first child before so they really Mm -hmm. like already knew the process um and it was quite okay for them and they would just mm. be like, oh, you'll be fine. Just apply for this school, apply for that school. Not realizing that that particular school could have a waiting list of like, I don't know, a year. Oh, yeah. Because oh, wow. it's not guaranteed. Yeah. Oh, no. It's not guaranteed. <laughs> we so. got to get started then. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you do, you do. And, you know, it, it's scary, man. Like, imagine you wanting to go to that particular school because it's got a good reputation. Mm. It's only up the road. It's within your um local area or with this you know radius that they give you but then you still possibly might not get into it because there's a waiting list wow Wow. so then that actually gets me wondering how they decide is it like first come first serve basis or have you got any idea 
Uh, I think going back into my application, they, they do have mm -hmm. quite a few criteria. If you've got a previous okay. sibling in the school, if you've yeah. got like maybe, I don't know, one to 1.5 miles away from the school, mm -hmm. it all depends on where you live and what council you're dealing with. So okay. um, it all depends as well. But there is, oh, you won't imagine how many children are born in the same year as your child. Like, mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, oh. one every minute guys exactly. one every minute <laughs> but even that when you break it down it's one every minute but one every minute in your postcode in, in your, your postcode area. yeah that's can you imagine so it that's was a lot bit, it was a lot because mm -hmm. um he never got any other schools that i applied for oh wow <laughs> he actually got no he didn't and there were really good schools that i i wanted him to go to and i thought Do you know mm -hmm. what these are good schools let me just go with these schools they've got good yeah. they've got good statistics let me just go with that and you know I just mm -hmm. left it as that um where I went wrong is mm. I thought I could be smart okay. and only put the three <laughs> good schools that I wanted him to go to within my local area uh -huh. meanwhile you've got an uh, an option of six. Oh, okay yeah so where I went wrong is I put the three schools that I was like, okay, he's mm. definitely going to get one of them. They're not going to put him yeah. somewhere, somewhere I never mentioned in my application, you know? Mm -hmm. So let no, me just no, put no, him no, in no. these three schools in my local area within my postcode distance and just go with that. And that was mm. where I went wrong because when I did that, when the application closed and I got my responses, those schools were in such high demand and it only yeah. took yeah it only took for him to be out of the criteria by like i don't know one percent for him oh, not to get that school oh, no. so yeah so when i got my um response back that unfortunately mm -hmm. you know he did not get to any of the schools we've offered him and another school um which is this school so you know you just have to either take it or appeal but due to COVID, you can't appeal until such, such and such date, which will mean you have to make a decision. I was like, what? Wow. <laughs> All this wow. work, only not to be accepted into one of you the know? schools that I've chosen. Are you serious? Uh -huh. So it got really oh, wow. like even more scary for me because I was like, oh, no, this school that they've given you is uh -huh. like below average compared to all the schools i've checked no, out no, no. and i didn't even yeah. know where this school was it was out of my local area is it's like away from where we even live and mm -hmm. i i just took a drive to the school one day and i thought all oh, my days there's no way i'm bringing my child to this school yeah <laughs> there's no way i'm well. coming here it's like the traffic is bad getting here imagine mm -hmm. now imagine in the school time school times oh yeah and it's like a 10 minute drive it's like it's like just not it wasn't convenient at all at all the statistics mm -hmm. were like very below the ones that I was looking at and I thought you know what I need to I need to look into this a bit more so it just got into like emailing and calling and mm -hmm. contacting and bear in mind we had COVID on, on our side as well which didn't really help because yeah. no help. one's working yeah, totally. from mm -hmm. office and no one's working from anywhere so I was really worried that he won't get into a good school so I went back to the yeah. drawing board to the other three schools that I should have put on that the application. Put on there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was just hilarious. Like now I'm thinking about it, it was just funny. 
So I went back to the three schools that I actually wanted to put him on that I didn't do. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I looked at their, their status, like in terms of how many spaces they had left. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the schools I wanted him to go to was the school where my niece goes to. And she, she it's a really good school, but because it was the next, another 10 minutes away from my house, it was outside yeah. of our area. I didn't put that mm-hmm. down because, you know, there were good schools within my area. So I went back to drawing board. I checked out her school. They had two spaces available oh, wow. oh that were not filled i was just like yeah. this has to be like a message from god yeah. <laughs> yes and it was quite a, it was a good school in her area it's one of the best schools in her area so i was okay. like this is a message from god like yeah. let me contact the school let me contact the council let me let them mm-hmm. know that look this school that you've offered me is outside my area um it's not what I wanted you know it goes against some of the things that I I don't want for my child and Mm -hmm. you know I I really want to be considered for this school it has two spaces left um although it's you know an extra 5.5 you know I don't know miles away from my house I was still Mm -hmm. considered taking that because his cousins goes there you know they share the same name they'll be you know a lot easier for him to adapt all these things that I put in the email that kind of gave me an extra boost um and then lo and behold like I get an email back saying yeah he's been accepted to such and such school and you know blah 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 the school will get in touch with you and I was just like yes thank god that's good that's good you know wow god so, at yeah, least he was... got a school which you can you can you know you view as a good school because that's very important yeah it's yeah. very important and just seeing my niece like knowing that my niece went there goes there and mm-hmm. seeing how she developed from when she was like his age and how quickly yeah. she could you know we do a lot of reading and writing at home anyway but how quickly she grasped the reading and writing, writing and the yeah. numbers and i was just like oh yeah this is definitely something i can put him in yeah it makes a difference you know when you've got that experience of course of course definitely just out of curiosity Uh let's say if you had they said you know you did you weren't able to change to another school and that was the only option you had left how do you think you would have gone about it would you have waited until the next year and then changed him to another school do you, would that option have been available do you think? i think that option they do make it clear on the sites that if you do yeah. use a school you have um you're kind of breaking the law and bloody blah, blah, blah oh. september you know the child has to go to school unless you're, you're breaking to... the law yeah i would homeschool then if i had yeah to so unless that. you're opting to homeschool it says it clear. yeah if you're tempted to homeschool then you need to make sure you make that clear to them but if september comes and you've offered a school you just have chosen not to take the child to that school because he wasn't offered the school you want that is mm-hmm. going against the law oh wow because the so child has people... to be in school <laughs> yeah, yeah the child needs to be in school or yeah. he needs to be registered as homeschooled then oh, you're out yeah. and you're you know you're okay but if you don't yeah. do none of those things yeah it's definitely breaking the law and it tells you clearly on the side on the council sites that you know you know initially what they want us to do is accept the school and then yeah. appeal go through the appeal process go through um you know applying again in the following year and then that throughout that time you're going to transition from one school to another school and it's yeah. another trauma again for exactly. the child yeah you it's know not easy 
and then whatever that school does you're gonna always hate because you didn't want your child to go there anyway. Exactly. Yeah, that's the thing. It's true. It's so true. So Especially if it doesn't like... really have a good reputation, then you are aware yeah. of the reputation. Yeah, and you're it's aware. Just... And then you're like, your child's coming home with, I don't know, it could just be food on his jumper. And you're like, that bloody school did not. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's just becoming an issue. Yeah. <laughs> honestly and and thinking about it right you know sometimes with us we dive into like black and how certain things affect us Mm -hmm. i personally feel like sometimes we are denied certain things just because we are black don't we just put it out there and i'm just thinking because you did apply for three three schools which you really liked and you view that's really good Mm -hmm. and the fact that he didn't get any of the three then I have question mark. <laughs> That's me. I just go like, oh, is it because of the melanin? Or you know what I mean? Because and saying the school where they threw him into was somewhere yeah. that didn't have such a great <laughs> reputation. Yeah. You know I what do. I mean? And do you know what? Like without mm-hmm. bringing race into it, I know always yeah. like the race card comes into things mm. sometimes, mm-hmm. but without trying to bring race into it like mm. i'm telling you that school i even i had like question mark about what you're saying i was like is it because yeah. is it yeah. because yeah. you know x yeah. y and z like is it really because because sometimes when you you know applying for these schools we live in manchester so it's a predominantly especially where mm-hmm. i live it's predominantly white and you know european area like yeah you know yeah. we only a few handful of you know ethnic minorities in the area so it is something that did cross my mind but I try not to think about it that way because otherwise I would just limit my own beliefs as well do you know what I'm saying of course so I just thought you know what it's my first time applying maybe it's because I didn't put all six schools down I started looking Mm -hmm. at the things that I didn't do properly so then I Mm -hmm. thought okay maybe it's because I didn't put all the six choices down I should have done that at least I would have got one out of the six choices and not this Mm -hmm. random school out of nowhere and and when you go on there it's the stats the stats are really low and uh, Mm -hmm. and we live in the Manchester area when you go on the website of this school it's like an ethnic minority child whereas Mm. all the other schools is all like you know prestige mix yeah yeah. (laughs) like (laughs) European kids on the websites you know you won't even think they've got a minority of children mm-hmm. there so when yeah. i went onto that website and did my research in that school like as soon as i typed in the school like you just see like ethnic minority children like on the websites yeah. and it was very much like you could see that this is like your class go to that school you know this mm-hmm. is where mm-hmm. you can go to you would you know you would fit right in kind of a thing and i thought yeah. to, i thought that to myself as well but i thought you know what let me not see it that way yeah, it was my fault for not putting six schools down. I should have said yes. <laughs> Let me now see what I can do to fix this problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, true, true, true. Oh Lord, we will get there uh, gradually. Yeah. <laughs> do you know how long the appeal process probably would have been if you did go down that route? I'm not too sure, but they did make it clear that due to COVID, they weren't taking on any appeals. So it kind of left me in a limbo because I thought, I can't appeal to this school. 
Yeah. What am I going to do? I can't appeal for this decision. I definitely don't want him to go to this school. All the other yeah. schools, when I looked at the three schools that I chose, I was 13 on, 13 on the waiting list on one of them. The second uh -huh. one, I was like 59 on the waiting list out of all the children that were yeah. not accepted. The third yeah. one, I just could not, I just did not get in. And I thought, yeah. huh? What am I going to do? Like 13, I was going to battle with one of them, especially the mm -hmm. one that I was 13 at, because it's literally yeah. down the road from me. Um, yeah. And I thought, you know what? Like, I always wanted to take him to my, my niece's school anyway. So let me just apply. Yeah. There's two spaces left. You know, mm. I don't have time to argue with them about anything. I don't of have course. time to appeal <laughs> yeah. because imagine if it doesn't go through. Um, yeah. Let me just apply for, you know, this school where my niece's goes, there's spaces available and... I will put my points down nice and clear so that they can't refuse me, you know? So I did yeah. that, exactly that. And then, you know, I got accepted. So thank God, I can't even think yeah. about how a pill would have gone because, boy, oh, yeah. that would have been a whole another stress. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I imagine. Exactly. And wrong time. Wrong time. You know? The wrong time for anything. Mm -hmm. And some parents, mm -hmm. I'm not going to lie, some parents have an R appealing for for like the, the school places and things like that and uh -huh. mm. it must be hard because covid covid has reduced the speed of everything yeah you, yeah you know uh -huh. i do feel like people are using it a, a bit a bit too much of an excuse now though yeah I because think... most places are kind of back to running back to normal yes so and if not they're working from home so they mm, uh, anyways let me know <laughs> don't get into it. <laughs> okay, don't get into it. That's not but... one of my running. <laughs> but no, okay. In saying that, mm -hmm. I'm assuming that because of COVID, obviously, um, Bubba was at home from nursery, so he he's missed quite a bit of nursery. I'm assuming. Mm, well, to be fair, he didn't because nursery, because they're private, uh -huh. they're private sectors. Okay. Um, they can choose when to stay open, obviously, due to um, frontline workers had a priority mm -hmm. with mm -hmm. school and nursery spaces. So even though some schools were closed and nurseries were closed, some chose to open due to the okay. uh, frontline uh, working strategy that was being promoted you know by mm. by the government at that time so okay. i think he didn't miss any he only missed about i think the first four weeks because like i get like i said my niece um him and my niece uh, are quite close so mm. um she was at home so he obviously missed the first four weeks when we didn't really know what was happening um yeah. so as soon as i realized what what was happening especially being a frontline worker i yeah. i just said you know what i'm not gonna keep him at home for x amount of time because we don't know when this is gonna when this yeah. is gonna ever stop so if i take him out of that routine and he doesn't see his friends and he doesn't you know you know do any work and things like that he's gonna lose he's gonna lose that interest and he's just gonna be yeah. at home and i don't have time to always be there for for him in that way because um, yeah. i had work because work was so busy at that time because i'm a nurse yeah. as well so okay um I, you know and my job was so busy during covid it was mm. like the busiest it could have ever been imagine so he had to go so he only only missed four weeks but he went straight yes. into nursery um yeah. stayed there and then came out in the summer holidays which only ended about uh six weeks ago now so yeah 
that's pretty good then. So he still had connections with his friends and yeah. was able to carry on with his yeah. work. Whereas yeah. there are a lot of Just people as... who were probably out there who didn't. So yeah, that's really good. He was yeah. one of the lucky ones. Yeah, very much so. And I'm very grateful for that because I yeah. didn't want to, you know, traumatise him with the whole, you know, virus this and there's a virus. Yeah. You can't do this. You can't do that. Yeah. You know, you can't it's see true. your friends. You can't. And for me, like as a child, that stays with them. And even yeah, now, even now, he's like, oh, is it because of the virus? Is it because of the virus? And yeah. sometimes it's like, oh, even though, you know, deep down, um, the virus is sometimes being I don't want to say it, but yeah, exaggerated. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's just my belief, you know, yeah. uh, exaggerated. But um, you know, and there are some people, and you have to respect that there are some people that are taking it super seriously, okay, and yeah. those are the ones you need to respect because they believe it is highly and you know very dangerous for their child. So you can't, uh-huh. you can't that balance. It just is quite hard for them. So oh, yeah. I really wanted to make sure he had a normal routine and and everything went as smooth as possible. And his nursery was good as well because they made sure, you know, they they continued with that whole making sure parents were not coming into nursery places. You had to wait outside. Yeah. You had to uh-huh. sanitize your hand regularly. You know, yeah. they were, you know, it was good. It was good. Yeah, that's yeah. good. That's good. So, although obviously he's still in, he's been in nursery and they're on holiday now. You still have to prepare him for him before he gets into proper big boy school. Yeah. So, is there any measures you are putting in place? How is he reacting to that? Is he excited? What is going on? Measure measures wise, I think what I've done is prepare him mentally for school because yeah. I've always told him um that he's going to school when he got his space at um his new school I said oh my god you've been accepted to your new school so he kind yeah. of knew that some of his friends um were talking about it in school as well mm-hmm. his teachers mm-hmm. were encouraging it as well because I think like because they know the transition is quite hard so they talk mm-hmm. about it from early so that was yeah. very that was very nice of them as well because they would make yeah. sure that they reinforced it to him while he was at nursery oh do you know you're going to that school and they would say the name of the school and they would ask him what school are you going to and he would know the name of the school and he would say it with pride so it made him kind of ready um and also the fact that you know shopping for it like the whole excitement with you know shopping for school (laughs) uniform and Uh the children actually like really they they know what's going on man like oh yeah they they're aware of things they're even aware like when i was stressing out about him not getting into that school he kind of knew he was always Uh asking me you know am i going to gabby's school am i going to gabby's school and i was like not yet but we'll work towards it Um, yeah, so they just preparing him mentally, you know, mm-hmm, um, yeah. making sure that he knows what school he's going to. When I had a conversation with his new school teacher, I told him about it. Oh, your, te- your new teacher rang me and this is her name and this is what she looks like. I showed him on Facebook because, you know, we've got a Facebook page. Um, yeah. So just all those kind of preparation and, you know, when he's being naughty, being like, oh, you can't do that in school. You know, your teacher won't like it. You know, won't like you shouting or won't like you crying. So, you know, be nice to your other children in school when he's being like, you know, silly. You know what they're like sometimes, these kids. Yeah, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Just reminding him. Because I don't know. I don't know about you, but my child, when he was in nursery, like everything the teacher said was like gold. Like, 
everything mm-hmm. is like his teacher said and he see I'm like your teacher is your teacher but you know I'm your mom scared and respect the teacher so exactly I, that really I think it's that, that age it's that yeah. age isn't it yeah, yeah I was like yeah. oh that's good so <laughs> kind of mentally preparing him other things we've done is kind of like more reading and writing and homework mm-hmm. stuff at home so the first mm-hmm. five weeks we've just been playing going out on trips enjoying them ourselves um but obviously now we're just kind of weaning it down a bit we're doing a lot more reading at night and yeah. you know writing and coloring and just activities at home that we're just kind of weaning back into schoolwork and things like that. Yeah, that's good. Good, 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 good. That's good. That's very good. Um, we will jump straight into COVID. Obviously, it's still going on. Yes. <laughs> and um, <laughs> the, <laughs> although we want to live normal and just act like there's nothing happening, uh-huh. apparently something is happening. <laughs> so we have to still be careful and going back to school now are there any measures that, that I mean the schools have put in place to ensure the children are safe or because <laughs> I think a few days or weeks ago I heard someone talking about how the government is saying they're not sure if children are going to go back to school straight away but mm-hmm. I don't know about that so is there anything the school is doing or have told you they're doing to ensure the children's safety and yeah yes yes they have um it's quite interesting because they have split the years in groups mm-hmm. mm. oh, okay and they've made it clear like you know um they were going to operate in the kind of a bubble um okay. a bubble thing like you know uh, mm-hmm. each child will be in a specific bubble how they've done that i don't know um but we expect to kind of bring them in into these um these kind of like groups and just bring them yeah. in at a specific time so he's going into reception so he he will be in like a, in, in the bubble one so he will be mm-hmm. taught in that bubble one group which kind of covers early years foundations school and nursery and reception yeah. so they will be taught together whereas before because obviously they're minimizing um big groups so um they'll have different drop-off time as well i think that's also based on um alphabetical order so different children have different school drop-off time and pick-up time so the school used to run from like 8 55 to 3 15 where receptions will be picked up a bit early so in about 2 30 2 30 p.m time and they'll they'll start a bit uh a bit late as well in the day and it depends as well if you've got siblings in the school. So they're yeah. picking up they're picking up children at the gate at different times based on their names and whether they've got... So if children are coming with siblings, they'll be picked up and mm-hmm. dropped off at the same time, even if they're yeah, in different year. Yeah. Even if they're in different years, as long as they're mm-hmm. siblings, they'll be picked up at that particular time. So the school mm-hmm. is doing a lot of background work behind yeah. to make sure that they stick to this kind of bubble um and also i think during playtime playground time uh-huh. will be minimized um yeah i think they were saying that they might um reduce the playground times or have them go out at certain times because you know outdoor play is very important for their development as well especially that young Definitely. so they will have to do it but they will minimize it um another thing that was quite interesting was um pe during pe uh-huh. before they would have to just come in with their pe bags um, get changed at school 
use a changing room and you know everything is hunky-dory but now on days of like physical education they have to come in in their PE kit ready oh I know I find that quite strange because yeah it's coming up to winter time now like imagine now the PE kit is like shorts and a t-shirt right yeah so how are they gonna manage and like they're young kids like three four years old five years old going into school with shorts bear in mind PE might start at 12 o'clock and Mm -hmm. school starts at nine so what they're gonna do in their shorts and little t-shirts and my child already doesn't like his arms out. So I'm thinking, am I going to buy him long sleeves and long some sleeves, leggings? Yeah. Long yeah. sleeves and leggings. But they've made it quite strict as well because they're like, you have to follow school uniform protocol. So it's like, oh, no. I have no idea like what they're thinking about doing, but it is going to be a big change for parents and children and teachers as well. Yeah. So yeah, of I wonder if they're still going to be doing um, like after school clubs and like, breakfast club and that kind of stuff because you know some obviously some parents work longer hours mm. so there's like breakfast club available and after school club I wonder if they're going to still be doing that because obviously they're trying to minimize everything mm. and although it may be like a small amount of children that are involved in it mm-hmm. maybe they won't have the facilities or resources to keep them there that much longer I yeah know. I think they will um um encourage parents some i mean in my son's new school what they have Mm. said is they're still going ahead with you know school dinners um but if parents choose to bring pack lunch they can they've said Mm. um and you know usually you kind of order your your school dinner like two weeks in advance on this app so you oh. just yeah it's quite good you order wow. yeah you oh, order the school yeah <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> i know right you literally have like a menu for week one week two week three oh, all right. yes. that is, yeah yeah <laughs> you know so it all depends though i don't know what it's like in other areas i can only speak from my area and the oh, school yeah, that yeah, i'm exactly. going into but yeah like you order the school dinners like two weeks in advance on this app you select it all and the the school prepare it so i don't know whether they will have it like in the old traditional way where you all come into the dinner room and you get served oh, by the dinner yeah. lady or they will have it you've chosen your meal and it's pre-made in a warm container in like a warm oh, warm yeah. Um, yeah. room and they'll just give it out to each child separately mm-hmm. packed because they're quite keen on this food hygiene and you know because yes. no, you can't yeah. even go to like a subway and get a proper sandwich made like yeah like it all mm-hmm. has to be pre-made and sealed mm-hmm. ready to go because of yeah. of the new covid laws so i don't know how they're going to do it with that that's going to be interesting it's going to be interesting yeah. to see actually yeah. And uh, face marks are not to be worn on school premises, so that I think is is good. Yeah, because it's okay. it's normal. Like children, yeah, just want to have children, a normal they're, upbringing. They're not man. gonna, they're <laughs> not even gonna remember to wear it if they. And you know, to. <laughs> do you know what it is? Yeah, as well. This whole Corona thing is how chill. I feel like the level of bullying and. And, 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 and children being nasty to each other is going to go up so high due to COVID because they haven't seen each other. They don't even know how to behave. Next thing you know, mm-hmm. a child coughs in the room and they'll just be like, especially the older ah, children, they'll just be like, yeah. you've got a virus, you've got yeah, yeah. coronavirus and just be like, 
really mean with it. I feel like it's going to be a trigger for some children to just mm-hmm. run with it and just yes. be mean because it's so easy to do. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Of course, yeah, of course. It will obviously take a lot of education mm-hmm. for them to understand that it's not, not every cough is going to, you know, give you a virus. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's just, it's very <laughs> odd. Because you know what? I look at my little man and I look at him like, this boy thinks face mask it's normal obviously he doesn't understand yeah. he can't talk but i just look at him and say to myself you think face mask is normal isn't it like it's not mm. so things are changing and we don't even know when they're gonna go back to normal, to normal. so if yeah. they're gonna go back to normal exactly it's, that's the thing worrying. i mean i can't wear my lipstick and walk around freely anymore i still have to cover <laughs> it up so. <laughs> Oh so yeah. it's just yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a very interesting yeah you know it's a very interesting season and we yes. just hope everything goes back to normal if normal was yeah. better than this i don't know mm-hmm. but we hope things to get better exactly. so one of the things that came up was um mm-hmm. they they want us to refrain from bringing in pencil cases bags lunch boxes and huh? for the moment as they are oh. trying to reduce the amount of equipments and belongings coming into schools. So oh, your child Lord. will be allowed to bring in a book bag into school as these will fill into the child's tray very nicely. However, other equipments uh-huh. will be withheld from coming into school due to <laughs> the new coronavirus. Oh, please Lord. bring please bring lunch bags, disposable lunch bags, because obviously they don't want to have to be responsible for cleaning anything. Oh, um, mm-hmm. And make sure your child is able to open and close the lunch bags to avoid staff members touching anything your child will eat wow. <laughs> can they touch the pencils and the chalks and the you books know? or whatever they're going to use them <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting isn't it how oh my oh, God. literally but it's going to be so funny because I feel like you're so used to doing something it's going to be so robotic like because you now mm. have to think about mm-hmm. not doing what you're used to doing Especially for yeah. teachers, like if you're a teacher out there, how are you going to manage not touching a child's lunch bag when he literally cannot open his okay. lunch bag? Yeah. yeah oh, okay. t- Miss, can you help me open my lunch bag? Oh, I'm not able to do that because coronavirus. Because of the virus. <laughs> my heart drops. My heart drops. Can they just get gloves or something? Come on. Oh. I'm sure they would, but you know, it's just, how, part, it's just yeah. how they're getting us mentally ready. ready it's just, for, yeah, it's too much because it is. I don't think it will fit with practical reality. It's all good on paper. We'll see uh-huh, how they uh-huh. get on. We'll see how they get on practically. Yeah. <laughs> if you have a memory of your first day of school, I fortunately do but I do kind of think like it's because my dad recorded it and was in my face for like (laughs) (laughs) he's like see the day you made me miss work to take you know (laughs) (laughs) so we're gonna round it off guys with like a few memories of our first days of school Mm -hmm. oh yeah for me um I (laughs) I was a geek or when I was younger I, I couldn't wait to go to school but maybe it's just the age you know that mm-hmm. at that age you're excited you're like oh I can't wait to go see, make new friends I can't wait to go meet my teacher you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and 
because I was one of the youngest, so I was born in August, so I was one of the youngest in the class. Sure. I actually only realized this a few years, a few months ago, actually. Mm-hmm. Because you're later on in the in the year, they make yeah. you come in at a different time. So okay. actually, that was something else I wanted to refer back to. You see, obviously, they're doing it alphabetically now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they'll still apply that rule of, oh, this person in reception, they, they're a little bit younger, so they have to come in at a different time or different week to everybody else. Because when I got into my class, because I was one of the youngest there, everybody had already started school. They'd been in school for about a week or two weeks. Sure. So I was oh. coming in like a new girl, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah. But I still, I was still excited to make friends. The video camera was there the whole day. My dad did not move it. I was strutting my, <laughs> I was, I was really excited to go. And I think it was more to make friends for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> obviously, I enjoyed the reading and the writing, but I, I like to talk. And as we know, obviously, I do like to talk. So I was excited more for friends at the time, but then like yeah, no, I'm a, I'm a bit of a geek as well, so I was, I was a little bit excited for reading and writing. But yeah, more friends means. Mm. Oh, that's uh-huh. good. I yeah. mean, what about you, Marie? Talk I'm... to us. Do you remember <laughs> the first day of school? To be honest, I actually do, but mine was quite an experience because I came to the UK when I was nine. from the Ivory Coast Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. it was quite an experience because I went straight into like I think I was meant to go into year six and then I couldn't because I had no English so I went straight to year five so that I could prepare Mm -hmm. for SATs at the time I think it was oh yes yeah because I couldn't just do SATs because the following year I had to go to high school and I I couldn't you can't just be placed into high school you know so I went to year five and I remember not speaking any English Um, I remember being in a class of 30 and it was literally me and this, I think it was a VTech at the time. It was a VTech laptop that could speak French (laughs) and English. I'll never forget because it was literally what, it was literally the only thing I had. So for me, now thinking back at King, my son, going into school, all prepared (laughs) mentally prepared you know physically prepared it's weird because I literally came unprepared I had my VTech laptop I sat in the corner with one support teacher during uh, class time and I literally like pressed this French button apple la pomme and it would just be like the apple (laughs) (laughs) you've done really well i've been looking for that vtech item for my child for and i still can't find it it's one of those vintage items that probably won't you know? be made because everything is electronic now and ipads yeah. and this yeah. and that. i've been exactly. looking for that vtech everywhere online i can't find it you literally literally i'd press a, a thing a picture on the on the laptop it would speak mm-hmm. in english and french and i did that for about six weeks or so and then I could pick up some words and then I just I was able to kind of mingle with people at school with no Uh English but I I don't remember anything nasty or anything like that everything was just a joyful 
childhood um, yeah. everybody played with me and then next thing you know I was speaking in English as if like, it was my first language and then <laughs> and then yeah you're six came and then you're seven and then we're here do you know what I mean so yeah. it was a nice I remember my, my my primary school years like being a really nice time like mm. you know and yeah. you know so it is nice it is nice to see the transition yeah. now god yeah, and our children <laughs> what they have to deal with ipads you know well um just like marie i came to the uk when i was 14 i was a bit older mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. i start i came i started year 10 right yeah that's where yeah, we met no. year 10 oh so, no yeah <laughs> And with me, um, the first day of school, I still remember it because it was very daunting. Yes. <laughs> of your, you know where you come from, where you come from, Africa, right? In Africa, we are black. Everything yes. is so cultural. <laughs> you know everything too well, you yes. know. And you come here and I see the student, the girls, their skirts were like up high <laughs> somewhere. Somewhere, yes. You know, they have their makeup done, lipstick, their hair done. I'm like, this is a very different world. So, absolutely. <laughs> and absolutely. but it was, yeah, it was a good experience. I didn't, I mean, the first few months, I didn't mm-hmm. have any um negative experience. Yeah, uh, you know, when you come in first, they hand you over to some student to show you around and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I had mm-hmm. that. They showed me around and later on I met a I met a queer in drama class. I don't know why I decided to do drama. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But drama class and made friends along the way. And yeah, yeah. now we are here. But yeah. I would say yeah. it was very daunting and it was very different. Very different. It was very yeah. different. I remember one of the teachers going, Oh, you're Ghanaian. And I was like, Yeah, he was like, Oh, I like Ghanaian kids. They are very smart. <laughs> so, <laughs> that was good. That was good. <laughs> you're like, No pressure. Yeah. No pressure, you know. Yeah. But, <laughs> no, because I was going right. to say, yeah. I was going to say at 14, you were literally mm-hmm. like almost teenager. You know what you yes. want, you know what you don't want. Exactly. You know, you know what yeah. you like. You, you know, and it mm-hmm. must have been daunting because you're just coming in from a different culture as well. And yeah. Thinking, ah, yeah. What is this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone is different. And you know, what like, you can talk back to the teacher. Ay, ay, ay. Mm-hmm. And yes. I'm like, what? <laughs> this kind of... <laughs> <laughs> this is scary but nice. It means when the teacher gets rude, I can just say something. I mean, yeah. it took me some months to get to the, to get that confidence. <laughs> Can I just but, say I wasn't the bad influence on her? So let's just put that out. Yours came way a bit later on, you know, <laughs> later on. <laughs> I was like, I was a very good kid in the classroom, you know. I was very good mm, for, yeah, a yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. for a while. <laughs> for a while. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's yeah, good. But, yeah. No, but high yeah. school, honestly, high school like was my best years. Like high school, oh. that's another topic because you can talk about high school, your memories of high school. Yes, and, you know that. <laughs> like even now in my thirties, I'm just like high school was actually the best years. It was good. Yeah. It was. Mm. Yeah, it was we had good times. We Definitely. had good times. I miss it so much. Mm. Yeah, I miss the chips and coleslaw. Oh, <laughs> 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 
the chips and coleslaw from I used to Calvin. eat that every day. Every day. Oh my god. Oh, oh the school dinners. We could talk about school yeah. dinners another episode. Another episode, yeah. <laughs> No, so, oh my god, I'm giving life right now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this is what we do yeah. the whole time. By the time we realize we've been on here for it. two hours, so I know. <laughs> and the kids are waking up, and we're like, oh wow, wow. <laughs> this is amazing. But yeah, no, no, I think we've had a good chat. Oh, yeah. Honestly, I've had a nice. That- nice chat with you guys it's been really nice it's, just to good, yeah, good, good. come out of my we're routine. glad you enjoyed it uh-huh. <laughs> something different something exactly, different exactly. <laughs> this like yeah. our little run away from the babies it's not a bad idea you know thank god you guys <laughs> have a podcast to do that you know it oh, really god. makes a difference come out of I literally drove away from the house and I'm in my little corner in the car <laughs> I'm contemplating going back <laughs> thank you so much lady well, no, thank you I would thank definitely you very much. Um, send my friends and fellow moms to you guys for a nice little getaway and chat you know yes <laughs> Definitely, definitely. We keep saying we need to do colla- a lot of collaborations, but this is our first yeah. collaboration, actually. So I know. We I know. Know. We've enjoyed it. We yes, yes. yes. Oh, so thank right. you. And it's our tenth one, so it's like an anniversary. Oh right, yeah. that's so good. I'm <laughs> so, so happy. So, thank you. I'm so for joining happy. us on our tenth episode. No problem. We, I didn't think we would make it to ten, to be honest, because you know, there's been a lot yeah. of bumps along the way. <laughs> <laughs> a whole lot of bumps on the way. Yeah, but you know, know? (laughs) yeah, but you when you work hard for something, you guys clearly have, you know, like opportunities come to you. And I literally just came to you guys because for me, you know, you know how the universe works. Look how you guys are on your tenth episode, not done a collaboration, Mm -hmm. and then I just happen to slide in your DM. You know, (laughs) yes, yes, yes. So you guys, you know, it's definitely what you've been asking for, and you know, the universe made it happen. So yeah, it's all good. (laughs) We definitely love to have you on here again because the conversation is exciting. Definitely. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't. And mind. it'd be nice to have an update of how King's doing as well. Oh, good. I will. Yeah. Thank oh you. my God, you're both of your guys. Oh, my boy is King as well. As well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. King. <laughs> King mummies. King's mummies. <laughs> <laughs> Chadwick Bosman, man. I get emotional. I cried when I saw it yesterday. Yeah, I was really. Uh, yeah, down. I was so, and I watched Black Panther just to just to get it out because I was like, yeah. if I keep seeing his picture, I'm just gonna cry. <laughs> if I watch I'm it, really... yeah. If I, oh. if I watch it again, I'm like, right now, especially when it's so fresh and raw, I won't you know? be in my feelings. Literally, I, oh, I was paralyzed I to my cried. bed when I saw it, and I saw it at six exactly. in the morning. Uh, five in the morning i was like what is this I I said, so, no. yeah and it was just oh. like one slide after the other slide was boss mm-hmm. um, chadwick bossman coming up and, and my oh, heart just shit. sank and i thought yeah. oh my days like why is 2020 such a traumatic uh, year for oh everyone every year you know you know so, what whoever wrote the manual for 2020 
I, I keep telling God to fire the person. I'm like, oh, don't use this person again. Don't we don't them. want them. We don't want them. Yes, we God, just fire them. don't want them. You know, so. And also, it's like, you know, how many young black children mm. could see themselves you know, in the superhero? Like, my son is yeah. four. He's got his um, first ever superhero as um, yes. the Black Panther. He's got it in his you room. Know, it's one of his toys he plays with. He hasn't even yeah. got to understand what is mm-hmm. Black Panther about, you know, because he's still not, yeah. he's not watched it properly, but he knows that he likes that superhero already. Yeah. So now to have to say when he's old enough to watch it and say, do you know that guy? passed away you know um he's gonna just not understand like this yeah Chadwick Bosman was a superhero to so many men and children and yeah, yeah. just seeing his legacy and what he was going through can you imagine he was working through a whole mm-hmm. cancer a whole tumor exactly. oh, he is amazing chemotherapy like that oh stuff is real. Like nobody can even understand what he was going through mm-hmm. to not even have told any of his workmates, um, mm-hmm. you know, just living through that pain through seeing other people's joy. Oh, yeah. Like no. he's amazing. He's amazing. He we salute him. We yes. absolutely. I think Applaud. he, uh, but applauds. Yes. Because and I'm happy that he's one of the people that, you know, was celebrated whilst he was still alive yes. as well. Yeah. Because you know, a lot of people they'll pass away and that's when everyone wants to give them their flowers. Yeah. Yes. We gave we him flowers. We he deserved mm-hmm. those flowers. Mm-hmm. Um, we will continue to give him his flowers because and to his his wife as well. Oh like, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Heartbroken. Heartbroken. Yeah. I can only imagine what she's going through. So mm-hmm. Chadwick Bosman, man, rest in power, rest in paradise, rest in peace, rest in yeah. Wakanda, rest in Wakanda forever, Wakanda forever, because you, know you were like him. Like, oh. and you know what it is like a, a, you know a legend like him will never die because it's like oh, when not. now that we know the trauma that he was going through oh. and the perseverance that he had. You know yeah. the will, the will to just continue and just do all his hard work. That man, honestly, honestly, I can't even. He's a special oh. human being. Special, special, very special. Yesterday, I was watching with... his, like, mm-hmm. looking through his pictures, and I was like, "So this guy was going through that, and he was doing this. Yeah. Uh-huh. How? Yeah. How?" So working with children room. with cancer mm-hmm. and tumors, mm-hmm. working with people who oh, had no. or were going through what he was going through, and he was still smiling, bruh. Yeah. yeah. Still, I sometimes can't even get out of bed because you I know? slept late and I'm tired and it's oh, cold. And, but this mm-hmm. guy was That's... out of bed after chemo, mm-hmm. doing a video. You know, after chemotherapy, apparently he had a video out there and people were laughing about him having lost so much weight. Yeah, 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 I, I never yeah, came yeah. across that. So I, I never know. saw it yeah. either. I never saw I, it. I see mm-hmm. it online, but I didn't know. I was like, huh? When did this happen? Yeah. But I mean, as yeah. mothers, we rarely get time to go on social like media. That. So that's probably exactly. part of the reason. Exactly. But, but it's true, I saw the like... picture, but I thought maybe he's losing weight for a movie role. You know, they do all these stuff. Oh, yeah. So I remember 50 that. Yes. So that's exactly <laughs> what I thought. 
And to think it's so rude, but I didn't (laughs) saw it until this came up. I didn't even know until this came up because you know, Mm -hmm. social media can you know, you can get lost in social media sometimes as well. So I tried not to go on there as much and look at other people's stuff because you can get lost in their world. But you know, having seen that, people were actually commenting negative stuff on it and that the guy had to delete the video and the pictures yeah he did (sighs) apparently yeah so when i saw the comments yesterday i was like wait so he actually ended up deleting it because of other people's comments because i never saw the video i never saw. i didn't even know i'm trying to actually because i'm thinking how long ago was this because people a couple of months ago oh was it yeah i didn't see the video but i saw the picture And he look he looks like he's lost really like too much weight. So I just thought of Fifty Cent that movie and thought, oh maybe he's losing weight for a movie role. So Mm. I I actually didn't know he deleted it because of people and all of that. So when I found out yesterday, I was like, oh man, people can just be too horrible. People are just wicked, man. You know. You know. But yeah. Hashtag be kind. Yeah. Be kind, people, because you never know what anyone's going through. You never know. Literally. Yeah. Thank you, ladies, for putting this together. Honestly, it's been amazing. It's no, been really you. good. You're welcome. Yeah, thank you. Collaborate with us. Thank you yes. for reaching out to us. Yes. And, yeah. Again. Um, now I know where I'm gonna go if I need to uh, get some stuff off my shoulders because that whole back you know? to school thing, exactly. You know when you that whole back to school thing was. Causing me so much anxiety, but now I feel like I'm ready for it. And for it. knowing that you guys are gonna get to that stage at one point and you can <laughs> go back on this video and be like, Yeah, yeah exactly. To do. It's We're good. gonna hit you yeah. up and <laughs> be like, Hello, <laughs> yeah. All right. So do you wanna give your socials? Let the people know. You know your socials. Yeah, I mean I've never done this before. (laughs) I'm only promoting good energy on my page. You know, child friendly page for moms like me, and you know parents like me who want to do activity with the kids. So there's no negativity on there. I share a lot about myself on there anyway because for me it's like you know. I feel like I'm greatness and, you know, other people need to see it as well and just stop hiding into my shell Uh and just put out their positive energy and, you know, you get the same thing back, like how I've met you guys. So, yeah, my um, social media is Labella Kekeli. Like I mentioned before, somebody just gave me that name. I don't know why they chose it. Somebody gave it to me and it just stuck with me. (laughs) I would, oh, I would suggest you spell that for people. Because... <laughs> <laughs> and then they're gonna be like La Bella. So it's a La L A Bella B E double L A, and the Kekeli now is K E K E L I. Um, so it's actually a Ghanaian thing because I was in Ghana when I got that name by somebody. Really? Okay. Okay. One of the locals in the Western region gave it to me. Uh-huh. Um, okay. So it, it must mean something. Or maybe you guys could tell me more about it another time. Uh, well, well. <laughs> <laughs> we have to we research. Will research that. And get 
So it is La Bella Kid Kelly. And uh, yeah. one of my um, hashtags is Raising King. So you can find me Raising King is one of my um, hashtags. And I tend to share a lot on um on, on uh, obviously what we do I hashtag that hashtag quite a lot Manchester mums so if anyone's listening from Manchester and just needs anybody to connect with do connect with me I'm always available yeah. all right, <laughs> all right. Good, well, good good I think that's it for today guys um thank you for listening we shall be back again with some juicy content next friday don't forget yep. to follow our socials uh motherhood and beyond podcast on instagram facebook twitter and yeah that's it anything we'll else to add, ladies yeah, we'll oh, see you on friday yes <laughs> thank you again guys all right you're welcome thank you very much Bye-bye now. bye now all right bye